Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Today on the Ether, Fetch.ai and Bosch discuss the future of mobility hackathon. Let's take a listen. Hey, everybody who's just joining in uh, right now with us. We are just getting things together here, getting everybody to join in. Sorry about the um, couple minute delay. We had a slight issue, um, I guess, with the announcement that was created for whatever reason it's set to being like 1251 edt um that it said it was going to be instead of 12 which i did not set so i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure what happened there but i was able to luckily edit it um to get it to start now so yeah everything should go well from uh should go well from here hopefully i'm just making sure that we add in all of the speakers who will be talking about uh, the events that happened with the Bosch X Fetch AI Future of Mobility Hackathon. So we'll have lots of exciting stuff to talk about. All right, there we go. I think I've got everybody invited now. So we'll be starting in, in just a minute. Uh, I think we need one more. So there are two of us, uh, John, right now, and we need uh, we need one more. Yep, I, I already sent the um, Okay. So we're just waiting for that now. All right. There we go. It looks like we've got everybody here. So thank you to everybody uh, who's listening in right now, um, as well as whether you're listening live or listening after this has already been recorded. Uh, today, as I said at the beginning, while everybody was joining in, um, is going to be about the Fetch AI, uh, as well as Bosch collaborated um, hackathon focused on the future of mobility. And we have guests um, who are from Bosch, as well as we have from Fetch AI, myself, as well as Maria. Um, and I would love to give the opportunity um, to have, I guess we'll, we'll start with the, the Bosch side of things, allow you guys to introduce yourselves to the community. Um, and yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourselves and, and what you guys do. Okay, hello, my name is Georg. Um, I am PO for the ecosystem demonstrator at Bosch. And what is the ecosystem demonstrator? It's basically the platform of the, for the hackathon, um, but it is much more. Um, actually, it is a way where we as Bosch test um, the possibility of decentralized autonomous driving. And we do it in the way that we minimize the world so we use a one to ten representation so a model car for doing this um, and why we do this um, because we think that the decentralized approach so not having all computational power for um, doing the autonomous driving in one device or the car is the much better approach than 
having everything centralized. Because just think of your smartphone, if you have to carry around your base station with you, you would not be able to lift this with one hand or hold it as comfortable as I do right now. And this is why we believe in this concept and why we push forward with this rapid uh, prototyping technique to be here um, as fast as possible to bring something on the road. Um, with me also is Nikolaus, one of our employees. So Nikolaus, could you also please introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Gerd. So hello, everyone. My name is Nikolaus, and I'm a software developer here at Bosch in Vienna. And as Georg already mentioned, I'm part of the same team as he is. And we both are part of the hackathon. And in my case, I was there for technical support. Um, yeah, so I'm only working part-time at the moment at Bosch because I'm also pursuing a master's degree in software engineering at the TU Wien at the moment, which is the University of Technology here in Vienna. And so I'm interested majorly in um, distributed systems patterns and also decentralization aspects, especially focusing on the new technologies and possibilities um, of the current Web3 technologies, which are in development at the moment. And I also recently started working on my master's thesis, which will be in the area of autonomous software agents in the in the context of mobility and i'm actually really looking forward to use the fetch ai's micro framework uh, micro agents framework as a technological basis well thank you so much for uh, the introductions to the community and then i will also uh hand it off as well to let you um you know talk a little bit about yourself as well maria and and your involvement because you were also uh there at the hackathon so make sure the community knows um, about you as well. Yeah, thank you so much, John. So I'm a director of business development at Fetch AI. Um, my role is to build partnership uh, partnerships with industry, with universities and, and so on. Uh, I'm leading a couple of projects as well, uh, focusing on the industrial applications of our technology stack. So, um, and, uh, and we have been working with Bosch for uh, quite some time, for a few years now but uh, formalized it recently uh, in January and launched together the Fetch AI Foundation, uh, where we are looking at uh, how we can actually take these technologies that are being built uh, to enable decentralization, um, autonomous agents, AI to, to really come together and to be applied in industrial settings on real world um, use cases. So I'm super happy that we could also now had this uh, organized this hackathon and and really uh, thankful for our, our Bosch colleagues to to really build this together um, and it was really a lot of fun and it was really a lot of uh, hard work as well we were there from 8 a.m until 11 p.m uh, both both days on the weekend so long days uh, and then again on Monday um, but uh, really really interesting stuff and um, looking forward to discussing that today. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, giving the explanation to the community. And I guess there's no better time for us to get right into things than, than right now. 
So the the first thing that um, I was interested in in regards to the hackathon, because you did share, Maria, um, quite a bit, actually, throughout the events. And I wanted to know, um, in case people didn't know this already, what were the rules as well as the goals uh, that the hackathon had set out? I think I'll let Georg uh, speak because he was the one really organizing all of this. Uh, and so I will let him explain it. Thank you, Maria. Um, the rule, uh, let me say the rules. Uh, so no strict rules, just don't copy your code from Stack Overflow. Um, no, just kidding. Um, let's start first with the goals. So from us, from Bosch, um, we said we keep the goal very simple. We said drive a car from a given point A to an arbitrary point B. E both in a simulated world where we use the color simulation and also in our ESD 1 to 10 vehicle. That was basically the goal. And then we came in contact with Fetch and there the interesting part pops in where we said, okay, um, the goal B should be derived out of an economical perspective. So the students had to interconnect with the Fetch AI um, agents framework and determine the most economical um, path to go from A to B. So the destination location basically was derived via using um, the, the agent's network. That was, so to say, the goal. And then we did the judgment together. So I was part of the jury together with uh, our colleague, uh, Peter Bush, also from Bosch, and Maria and Florian from Fetch. And we sat together and it was really hard to judge um, which of them gave the best driving performance and which of them really understood how to use the Fetch client and do the transaction on this blockchain. And actually what decided the challenge, <laughs> this I wanted to mention is the team who won was actually the team who got the transactions right um, because there were two teams who, uh, who were able to drive and did they do this in a great performance. But the tipping point was the, uh, the, the first place of one, they were able to incorporate um, the framework of Fetch AI into this challenge. So basically Fetch was the deciding factor here. Oh, wow. That's actually uh, really interesting to hear because yeah, that's the, the type of stuff that um, unless you were there and, and saw it happen, you wouldn't really get to know about. But that is that is cool how having that little bit of a twist to it of, you know, in making sure that the agents were involved in that process uh, made, I guess, it a little bit easier for you guys to end up deciding on the, the winner. So, yeah, that's that's actually really cool to, to hear. It's also great to hear that um, there was a team that was successful at being able to integrate all of those things. So, yeah, that's really awesome. And. I guess to kind of give a little bit of perspective to the community, um, how many students or how many, I guess, even universities or which universities um, did end up participating in the hackathon? Nicholas? Uh, yeah, sure. I think you can take this question. So um, there were around uh, 30 students um, involved in the hackathon, which formed um, six teams in total. And the group of students was quite mixed. So they were from three different universities here in Vienna and also from different studies. So starting from robotics all the way until physics, 
and obviously many doing their degrees in computer science. And also there were different parts in the studies. So some just began the bachelor degrees, most were in the middle of it. And there were also a few master students. So it was a, actually a very heterogeneous group of around 30 people here. And, and I just would look, like to add that we also had their professors come in and, and check out what was going on and uh, really uh, try to understand, uh, you know, the goals and, and these technologies as well. So it was really good to see their interest and participation during the, the weekend and then also on Monday when we had the evaluation. So uh, it was really good to, good to just be there all together. And I just wanted to ask that I saw Maria and Peter also hacking while uh, while the students um, were doing so. They they were basically um, also using some time of the hackathon for their own implementations. No, absolutely. So we were sitting with uh, next to each other with Peter, and then we had Florian there who was helping the students. And then we were like, we really wanted to do the the challenge as well. Uh, so as we as as it was going on, uh, we we basically did the same thing. So uh, and I was posting some of those uh, achievements and successes uh, also on Twitter. So. Uh, if you haven't looked at, please have a have a look. And it's not all there, but a lot of it is. Um, and then we are pl yeah planning already how to how to um, you know keep going after even after the hackathon. But we can discuss that later. So so it was really great fun. Uh, did, I did my first micro agent there as well. I was I was really happy with that and uh, connected with Peter's micro agent and and yeah we were sending messages and also transactions. So it was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I, I was going to add on to that, that yes, I did see um, Maria during the weekend, you were posting and you actually had posted the um, address of your agent. And you had said that, you know, you could go, anybody could go and verify basically on Agentverse that it had been live and that um, you had connected it and that you guys were sending messages back and forth. I also believe that you had shown um, that I think it was Peter used the Agentverse uh, as a he used essentially like the mailbox service. So even though his agent was offline, um, you were still sending messages to his agent, which would then pick them up once he went back online. Correct. Yeah, we did that. And so we, we basically started by launching the agents and then we were like, okay, what do we do with that? Uh, what can you do with these things? And so we were like, okay, well, first, uh, then the next step is to really send each other a message. So we have achieved that. And after that, we were like, okay, so what do we do next? And uh, we had Florian there helping us, obviously. And then we we're like, okay, well, these are economic agents. So let's, let's uh, send each other transactions. So that's how, that's how we uh, continued. Uh, so so that, was, uh, that was really good. And so what we've um, discussed then is how can we make it even easier? So a lot of these examples are, are on our GitHub. And I did share the link um, on the Twitter as well. Um, so you have various parts. Uh, one example, one file has um, notifications or messages. One has um, how you can send transactions. Uh, what we're looking to do probably is how we can even have like a combination of these. And so um, as a result of this hackathon, we, you know, that's something we learned what would be cool to have all together. Uh, so I think we'll be uh, looking to do that in the next uh, couple of weeks and make that available to the community to use. That would be, yeah, that'd be fantastic. And yeah, it's, it's also, it's always really cool to hear that, to 
kind of know, um, I guess, once you have that hands-on experience to kind of see how things could be improved. And of course, that's where we also look to the community as well, is we have especially recently had an uptick in more and more people who are utilizing uh, the agent services. I'll actually give uh, a quick shout out to um, Alex or AI Crypto as he goes by on some platforms. He's been building some really cool stuff in the background um, with our agent tooling. So yeah, it's, it's very cool to kind of get that type of insight. And I guess along like that line, um, I wanted to kind of get an idea from you guys as to what did we end up seeing um, for like solutions, I guess. What kind of solutions did we end up seeing deployed by the students for the hackathon? Yeah, I think you can touch on that a little bit. So yeah, for six teams, six different solutions, um, some quite different from others. So like you mentioned in the beginning, the challenge in a nutshell was to, to get the car from A to B. So, okay, now the question is, how do you get from A to B? And the, the first part of each implementation was a pathfinding algorithm. So um, the map is like a, a graph, and then you determine the, the shortest path usually. Um, most did it using um, Dijkstra's algorithm, if someone recognizes this from his or algorithms class. And also others came up with additional heuristics and used the, the A star algorithm. And then the next step was basically to, to control the car and make sure that the car actually follows the road from one waypoint to the next. And yeah, so you had to, to keep in mind to do some, some lane keeping and also to, to turn the, at the right point for the, for the right amount so you don't crash into the, to, into the house besides or somewhere else. <laughs> And so they were quite difficult parts, but they all managed to to come up with a solution. Um, and yeah, some did a more more simple, but also working. And others really went deep into the into the math underlying and came up with uh, also very great solutions. And lastly, there also was the the work three challenge so with the um, economic agents. And there were also some different solution strategies. So some taking more advantage of additional metadata, let's say, and coming up with uh, more sophisticated algorithms and others with uh, more basic approaches, but they all managed to at least get um, a solution there. Obviously some more um, sophisticated than others, but I think um, they all came up with very great solutions. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. And and knowing that um, different paths were were taken, I mean, of course, that's going to end up happening, and that's kind of the the hope from you know a hackathon is to have people who build different solutions. But yeah, no, that's that's really awesome to hear, and definitely um, congratulations to to the winners because I actually I don't think that I I had said that yet, but definitely congratulations to those uh, who who did participate and those who ended up um, winning as well, and. I guess that does actually uh, lead into the next part that I was going to ask, um, which is who were the winners and what was that final solution that uh, they ended up creating? I know we got a little bit of information about that earlier, but um, if we if we wanted to go more in depth, that'd be awesome. 
Yes, for sure. Um, so uh, basically, the group who won had a very funny name. So I would like um, it was in German, but I try to translate it to English. And it, it basically said it works to, for 10%. So 10% of the solution are done. Yeah. Actually, it worked a little bit more. Um, so why did they win? Or what was their winning approach was? They chose a really economic thing. So the group who finished up second, they put very much effort in driving the curves. And what they did is they implemented a very sophisticated algorithm for this, even if the curves that we wanted them to drive are only 90 degrees. So they did a kind of over-engineering and then they, uh, they went out of time um, for the Web3 challenge, which made them uh, be second. And the winners, they did not fall into this path. So they implemented, a, um, I think it was a Dijkstra algorithm. So Nicholas, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they implemented a Dijkstra for the pathfinding. And then they came up with a control um, algorithm below, which was able to drive the 90 uh, degrees curves and do some kind of path keeping, um, which, stabilized the car in a good way and they had enough spare time or at least they spared one developer i think for starting from from sunday um 11 o'clock they spared one developer um for the, the whole web3 thing and i um i think florian uh, mentioned that the, he was the one uh, who was um actually the most time at his task asking how pattern of um, using this micro agent thing really works because it's a little bit of different thinking when you when you think of, of algorithms and you have this decentralized stuff where you basically put a, um, a task to the agent and send it away and they did get this one right and then that was actually the amazing thing um, we had two totally different paradigms of thinking together in in one hackathon and they managed to come up with this and to come up with it for in a in a given time frame, which really assembles the real world. Because as a technician, you always want to build the perfect solution, but you have never time for this one because there is time constraints, there are money constraints. You have to publish something, you have to bring something to the customer, and this is a very important factor that you always keep the time aspect in your mind, and this is. Actually, for me, the longer I think about the winners is that this is why they won. Yeah, and I, I have to just add to that, that they did have this uh, one dedicated person and he was at our table constantly, but uh, he also won a prize for that because he was really, uh, the emphasis was on the fact that he wasn't afraid to ask. He was there, uh, he didn't know, he came back. And this is how you have to do things, right? Especially in uh, in our area where we're still discovering how 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 things work. We have done lots of research, uh, and and this one student, he was just you know uh, unafraid to to go and just keep at it until until he had the solution, until he had and they had the solution. So I we we really congratulated him as well, and he got a special prize as well from us. That's really cool to hear, actually. And I also just have to say as well, I, I, I appreciate the, the name of the winning team being 
like works 10% of the time as the rough translation. That, <laughs> that is very funny, but it's also, I guess, the irony there in, in them winning um, overall. But yeah, no, that is very cool. And it's also great to hear that um, that the uh, like people who are rewarded as well for coming and actually spending time trying to learn more from you guys, because that is obviously um, going to be a very important aspect of this is, you know, that's what everybody should uh, hopefully be there um, to do is aside from obviously the enjoyment of getting to participate in the hackathon. Uh, it's also a really good learning experience for a lot of these people. So that is very, very cool that there was a, an extra reward that was added for, for doing so. And yeah, no, that's, that's a, uh, it's very cool to to hear how these teams actually ended up going about doing these things and trying to complete the objectives like differently, but all with like roughly the same goal in mind. And I guess the other thing that we, I wanted to know a little bit more about as well um, was because now we know that the kind of key aspect, even for the winners was the, you know, the working integration of the microagent technology. Uh, how was the experience for students learning about microagents and attempting to implement that? Because I do assume for pretty much all of them, this would have been an entirely new um, part of the tech stack to look at. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned in the beginning, I was very hands-on with the students and also they have uh, technical support when they need uh, answers to some questions. And so I had um, a lot of contact and asked around also in the beginning and basically none of the students already had any experience with um, Web3 technology beforehand. Um, because also, unfortunately, it's not uh, taught very much at universities in Austria yet, and also even less in the, the bachelor programs and also a little bit more in the master's programs. Um, and what we also noticed during the hackathon was that um, they actually used uh, the documentation uh, online and also the one provided for the hackathon to really get into how these frameworks, how these microagents work and how to set them up, what the, the communication flow is, which protocols to use. And I think most of them managed to, to overcome the, the steep initial learning curve um, very well. And as we already talked about, there was also on-site support from Fetch. So we had uh, Maria there and we had Florian there, and they also managed to, to help the students out. And yeah, I think we already talked about that in the end, the, some teams really um, managed to, to understand uh, what, what these microagents are capable of and how to work with them. And some teams were also very advanced and additionally managed to integrate their agent directly into the, the virtual simulation. So they um, computed the path and then automatically triggered the, the navigation so that not, um, not every team managed to do that. And also this was, I think, also one of the criteria for the, for the winning team that gave them additional points there. But yeah, sure. I also talked to them um, afterwards and they really said um, it was a, a nice experience to learn about these um, Web3 technologies. And most teams had like one or two 
um, people which were very interested in the topic and then took over those tasks. And they also said they yeah really enjoyed it. And I just wanted to add to that, that, uh, that also, like I mentioned, that their professors were, were there as well. And uh, we discussed, uh, you know, future possibilities of, for collaboration, and they were all, all quite interested. So we are really looking forward to, you know, doing more in the future, um, you know, in one way or another with, with the university. So continuing uh, to build on, on this, on this uh, really cool event. Well, that's awesome to hear. And um, I think that that's kind of something that we talked about. I, I believe it was actually much earlier in this year um, when, when talking to the community in a previous Twitter Spaces session is that, uh, and actually it was you who mentioned it, Maria, that we did want to see more involvement um, with universities. And we, we kind of created a bit of a, a call to any university that is wanting to kind of, you know, work with us or who's wanting to have some involvement in, in an event in the future. So to hear that the like feedback from those uh, universities that did participate, that's really awesome to hear. And it's also really great to hear that the students who did actually try and get involved in this, although it was an entirely new concept to a lot of them, um, we're able to try and like navigate it and we're getting to the point of, you know, understanding it. And of course the team that won obviously did end up understanding fully, um, you know, the ins and outs of everything, which in the span of a weekend, that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty incredible accomplishment, uh, honestly, to go from very, very little knowledge of, of the web three space to being able to execute something like that, uh, to win the prize. That's very, very cool to hear. Absolutely. But I just would like to thank the technical, uh, really, the technical teams preparing this from our side, but also from Bosch's side, because they have really spent uh, a lot of time. Uh, the documentation was really well done. Um, it, you know, it had links and references to other things. So uh, from, our, from our side, it was Florian, uh, who was there. Uh, he came from Berlin. And, um, you know, we we had a uh, really good support from his side and and really uh, the Bosch guys, you know, Georg, Nicolas, and there were several others uh, who were helping uh, the students and really did a lot of uh, stuff with in terms of preparations. And, and the facilities were, were super cool as well. Uh, so it was really overall very well organized and very well prepared beforehand. So I think that was, you know, that was one of the major contributions for having such a smooth and, and really successful event. Also, I want to mention on this side, just a short thing. Um, we had two calls with Fetch um, regarding the integration, and it was so well prepared that these two calls were enough to bring these two ecosystems together. So that's very, very professional because um, I have seen other projects where this went totally different. This is what I just wanted to add here. Well, then, yeah, awesome. I uh, I guess... Great job from from I guess both sides on being able to make everything kind of come together as as smoothly as it ended up happening. Um, so yeah, that's that's honestly it's really great to hear when things do go well because stuff happens sometimes where you know things might not go exactly the way that they were planned, but to hear that it was a relatively smooth process is is pretty cool. And also, it kind of in my mind at least it opens up. Um, Kind of the, the the final question that I wanted to ask, which is, are there plans uh, for future collaborative hackathons? Definitely. So um, actually, we started planning for the next hackathons at the moment. We were in this in this hackathon and everything was running. So um, 
actually what I have in mind, we are planning for something in, in the fall of this year. So in around October or something, there is something on the, uh, on the run. Um, the location is at the moment uh, to be determined and how big it will be, but there is something in the pipeline. Well, then it seems like there's already quite a bit to look forward to in the future. So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that that's really cool to hear. And I'm excited to hear more details about that as it comes out and as we're allowed to talk about that stuff a little bit more. And yeah, I, I just have to say once again, even um, thank you to to you guys um, for all the work that you guys did over the the span of that weekend. Um, to have all of this stuff come together, the team members who also aren't here uh, to be able to join us, but also contributed. And then also, of course, to the the students who participated and the professors who ended up going along. That's it's really awesome to to hear, I guess, how how much support was there all around from all sides. It, it does really sound like the I would say very easily it's safe to say the event was a success. So, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It it was a it was a really good success and really good stepping stone forward to to you know to plan the next uh, next events, hackathons, and others. So uh, really looking forward to it already. Um, and again, I just would like to uh, express my thanks uh, to the Bosch team and also to our technical team for for their support. And if uh, anybody from university is listening to us, uh, come and reach out to us and uh, we will see, you know, how we can collaborate, how we can include you possibly also in the future hackathons. Uh, we're thinking how to how we can do this online um, so we can have more participation um, and in an international collaboration really um, on these on these really cool, cool uh, ideas and technologies. Well, then, I guess, thank you guys so much um, for, for coming on. Thank you, Maria. Uh, thank you to also uh, Nicholas and uh, Jorg. We, we're very happy to have you guys come on here, discuss the events that happened with the, the hackathon. And, yeah, just thank you for opening this up as a you know conversation with the community. And I'm, once again, very excited to hear where this goes from here. So yeah, thank you to also everybody uh, who's listening right now, whether you're listening live or listening after the fact. Um, we very much appreciate you guys coming in and listening into these things. And hopefully uh, in, in the future as well, we can have more events where we have kind of like the, the Discord showcase stuff um, as well. So we can have a little bit of a, a virtual way of being able to go about things. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for, for listening in. Um, were there any other closing statements that anybody from either side wanted to make before we wrap it up or are you guys satisfied and, and good to go all good for my side um i don't know if anybody has any questions in the audience i think we can give them maybe a couple of minutes uh one or two questions would be okay okay yeah yeah if there is anybody in the audience um who does have a question feel free to you know come up and and ask directly or if you have anything you wanted to just type into um they, they have the ability now on the spaces session. If you respond basically with the little chat bubble, um, we can also read it in there. If you're not comfortable with uh, joining in and speaking directly, we can wait a, a minute or so to see if there any, there is anything that pops up. Oh, it looks like we actually do have uh, somebody who wants to come up for a question. So I will add them as a speaker real quick. Yep. Hey, so my name is Solomon. Um, I'm an artifact clone X um, NFT community. And I've been in Fetch AI since uh, 
COVID pretty much. And a question I had for the team, um, do you all have any plans as far as like maybe implanting AI into um, digital representations of people's identity in the metaverse? Um, that's something that I've been kind of um, very curious about. And I've been kind of attacking a few people um, in Artifact to look at what you all are looking at, building at with Fetch AI because it's very beautiful, um, especially with all the university level and stuff at Cambridge. So just wanted to give you all your flowers for that and ask the question. So thank you. I was hoping for questions about Hackathon, but we can, we can uh, I guess about this question, we can say we are working on how to give uh, vehicles, uh, infrastructure uh, items, you know, things, uh, given identity, that's part of the Move ID project and how we can allow uh, and enable the collaboration, which would then in turn help also the autonomous driving and so on. Um, and that was also the reason for this hackathon. Um, so when you have uh, decentralized identities uh, and you have your own agent, you can build your own AI uh, and your agent can learn. Um, there's reinforcement learning and there are other ways uh, the AI, you know, the, uh, the algorithms can be built uh, based on uh, agents interaction with its environment, with it, with uh, keeping history and evaluating the history of the, um, of these interactions. So, there are ways how you can, you know, build your agent and, and in addition to that, give it, you know, your own preferences and algorithms. So that's, that's definitely, um, you know, on as, as part of the path forward. So um, that's uh, what I can say about that at this stage. So um, I don't know if Nicholas, if uh, what you're, what you're looking to do as your master thesis, if you're able to, uh, enlighten us more on that if there's anything re related to this or not um, feel free to add um, no I can't really add into this debate so my um, current research is more going into the direction of um, how to, to offload computation from the vehicle in a decentral manner basically all right well I guess then um, thank you Solomon for, for coming up and asking the that question. Um, hopefully the response was, was something that you were looking for. Um, and yeah, thank you for, for coming up. I actually am now going to add, I believe, yeah, we have Mawa, uh, who's also uh, requesting to ask a question. So I'll add him as a speaker real quick. And then we can, um, yeah. Oh, hey, Mawa, can you, uh, oh, can you hear us? I can hear you now. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Maria. Thanks, Atari Baskill and everyone. This this is awesome. It's, uh, of course, very good to hear all these developments in FetchAI with universities and so on. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to top off on the question by Solomon. Um, this is something I've been thinking about and also been trying to convey to FetchAI. It's, uh, it's one of the uh, best breakthroughs or approaches that one of the approaches that FetchAI could actually take because I've been engaged in so many metaverse platforms, and there's also so many platforms out there like Decentraland, Sandbox, and there's so many people building uh, towards this whole metaverse thing. But how much might sound like a buzzword. And FetchAI seems like the perfect fit as far as um, implementing some sort of cross-platform uh, communication between these different platforms. Because they have these software development kits 
where you can develop as an artist. Uh, I've been in games in these metaverses that have been developed by teams that hardly have any funding and they have amazingly entertaining games. But if there's a way uh, to implement some kind of agent framework so that someone in, in one platform can communicate with another or convey a message, uh, the, it would be beautiful if HAI looked into this part. I mean, there's no better way to showcase what agents can do than to actually showcase them in a space that the new generation wants to get into, which, which has no barrier to entry, as opposed to the physical space, which has so many barriers to entry. So it's beautiful and it's amazing that it's being pursued. But in a metaverse uh, sense, there's very little barrier to entry. And I think there is a problem and fetch is a perfect fit to that problem. So I just wanted to top up to Solomon's question. I, I, I think if Fetch I look further into that, it would be so beautiful. Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks for the thanks for the suggestions, and maybe we can take the DOS, this offline some other time and and discuss it in more detail what you have in mind. But but uh, of course, in principle, you know, agents can uh, they're, they're software programs, so they can represent anything in in the real world. But obviously, even more easily, probably in the digital world. So. Uh, and now this weekend, uh, when I tried it myself, uh, and I'm a no programmer, so I don't, well, I, I have some uh, limited HTML and, and some other limited uh, programming, you know, skills or, or background. Uh, but it was actually quite quite easy to pick up. Uh, obviously, we had a help, we had a tutor, but but still, it was relatively easy. Uh, so you can launch your agent with your agent. You automatically, you know, get the address. So so the way the micro agents are set up is is actually really quite uh, easy to do, relatively speaking, right? If you have never done anything in programming, you you know you will probably need some uh, basic tutorials to go through first. But uh, but it's really uh, relatively easy to do. So I would even say these other projects, uh, I would encourage them to have a look and try to. Uh, try to, you know, spend a weekend on microagents and see what what they could try to figure out, and then get in touch with us on Discord and ask for help. Um, you know, in when they run into issues because they will, but we're here to help. Um, so um, we had a couple of weeks. We had here Peak uh, again. The guys from from our project Move ID. They went on, um, they actually, you know, uh, resolved more, most of these connectivity issues. They implemented microagents and, and then they were able to launch it themselves. So we did help them a little bit, but again, you know, we're here to help uh, others as well. So, so I would just like to encourage uh, others to try the microagent framework. Uh, it's really quite easy to uh, get onboarded on and, and really to try experiment with it and tell us if you have anything and then we'll try to help you. So, uh, I'm sure uh, the word will spread. The uh, you know the onboarding experience will even improve. Uh, we're already thinking how to do some videos after this this weekend uh, to make it even even easier. Um, but uh, but I think you know there's so many opportunities. Uh, this is just really just the beginning uh, for micro engines. So um, I'm really glad that our technical team um, you know took the time and actually got this framework up and running. And um, now we are uh, starting to to work with it and explore um, use cases with it. Thank you, thank you, Mario. Yeah, and thank you for the the question there, Mawa. Sure. Well, I uh, I don't see anybody else um, requesting to come up for any questions in relation to the hackathon or future hackathons. So I would say that um, if you guys are 
once again, if, if there's no other closing remarks and stuff, we can probably just wrap it up right here. Thank you. And thank you all. Thank you, Nicholas and Georg, uh, for joining us today. Thank you for inviting yeah. us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks Bye -bye. to everyone listening. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Fetch.ai and Boschk discussing the future of mobility hackathon. Recorded on Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening and you're not a part of the Terra community, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. You can also find all the Fetch.ai spaces at FetchSpaces.com. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep a hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror spaces